So we're going to start Perak Test now. Just an uh, overall recap. We, we've been doing a lot of, doing a lot of like, Pratistic speaking now and explaining the difference between the Nefesh of the Kis and the Nefesh of Bahamas. And now in this Perak, we're going to start. We're not going to do very much of the Perak today. But we'll, we'll jump into it a little bit. That in the beginning of the Perak now, we're going to discuss exactly where the Nefesh of Bahamas and the Nefesh of El Kis resides in the body. Where are their makom? Where do they reside? And it's not just that's, that's where they reside, that's where they hang out, that's where they chill, but that's their place where they, where they are in Nisgala, that's the place where they go and they take action in the body and make the body do X, Y, and Z. Every, each one of them can feel what they hold, the Nefesh of the Kis, to do Kedusha things, the Nefesh of the Bahamas to do not Kedusha things. So depending where they are, that's the way that they act. And really it's very, very specific as to why it resides in this place and this resides in this place, as we'll see. I'm not sure if we're going to go so into that right now. But each one has its makom, and that's, from that makom is where it resides in the body, and that's where it's in the skala, it's especially to the body, the body should act in a certain way. So we'll start preg tests. It's not going to be so much reading today. So he says, Vihine. Makum Mishka Nefesh of Bahamas, Shemeklipas Noiga, but Kol Ich Yisrael who believe. Where does the Nefesh of Bahamas reside? Where is its Mishkan? Where is its Makum and Mishkan of the Nefesh of Bahamas? The Nefesh of Bahamas and Mishkan is in the heart of the person. But we have to know there's two parts of the heart. It's, not, it's only on one side of the heart. Chalal as Smoili, Shu Maladam, Bixi Kiedam Hu Nefesh. That where does it reside? It resides in the left side of the heart. The left side of the heart is where the Nefesh of Bahamas lies because the left side of the heart is the place where, even though really the right side of the heart as well also has Dam, but the main place of, of Dam, where the Dam, like the Merkazi, where the Dam goes to the rest of the body, is from the left side of the heart. So the main place really where the Dam resides in the heart and the Dam the Pasuk says, is ki adam hu nefesh. So Mela, if the dam is a nefesh, then the main place of the dam is where? In the heart, in the left side of the heart. So that means the main place where the nefesh of Bahamas resides in order to relate to the guf is where? In the left side of the heart. Therefore, therefore, all of our evil attributes of, as a desire, of wanting to glorify ourselves, of anger, all these different mitas, where do they really stem from? Where are they nisgal? Where do they come from? They come especially from the heart itself. And from the heart, it goes to all the other parts of the body. And not only is it to go to the whole body, and it goes up to the mayach. That a person now, because of that, he starts to think about these type of things. He starts to think about taivas. He starts to think about things that he's angry about. He starts to think and glorify himself. All the midas. So where do all these midas come from that you start to think about these type of things? That comes from the heart, from the left side of the heart, where the Nevesh Bahamas resides. And just like, for example, literally with the blood and the heart of the body. Just like the dam, it's placed in the heart. 
And from the lay, from the heart, it goes and circles around the whole entire body. And it also even goes to the head. So you see that the down circling throughout the whole entire body, that's like the shlita that the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas has starting from the heart where the dam, where the Merkazi, where the, what's Merkazi in English? The central focal point where the dam is, from there it goes and branches out to every other part of the body, the dam. So, so too the Nebuchadnezzar Bahamas rules in all different parts of the body, just like the dam spreads out. The whole point of life is Bahira. If you don't have a little, if the heart doesn't have a little shlita over the head, you're, you're not alive. That's why if you don't have blood on your head. Right, it's true. Ah. So that was the Nefesh of Bahamas. Now we're going to go to Nefesh Alakis. Ah, Makum Mishka Nefesh Alakis. Where now does the Nefesh Alakis reside? Hu b'moichin shibarosh. It's in the brain, it's in the mind. The mind is where the Nefesh Alakis resides. U misham espashle kol ha'evarim. And from there it goes and it's espashle now to all, it spreads to all the other parts of the body. V'gam b'leiv b'chalal ha'imini. She'ein bo'idam. And it even goes to the right side of the heart. The right side of the heart, the MS, is connected to the mind. It's connected to the Nefesh Elokis. It says in the Pater, the, the, the wise heart is to the right. Meaning, that on the right side of the heart, that's where the Chokmah resides. Where's the Chokmah? What does the Chokmah mean? The Chokmah means the Nefesh Elokis. Nefesh Elokis is where it resides in the mind. So on the right side of the heart, is Leib Chacham Niminai, that's where the Nefesh of the Kiss also resides. Also resides, or it's fashioned into, depends how you want to learn it. The and what happens from there? What happens to the heart when the Nefesh of the Kiss is in charge of it? The, the right side of the heart. The Avos Hashem Kirishbe shall have us, Mishla have us, but Leib Maskilim, Abidim, Burnim, Bedaitam, Ashab Moikum, Bedivarim, Orim as Ava. This is the Ava that he has. This is the Rishbe shall have us that a person has, the fire that a person has, the burning desire. That a yid has to get one that close to the Rabbanu Shlomo, believe I'm a them in the heart of the of the, those who are misboyning and they think and they're they're using their mind when their mind is in charge, meaning that their nefesh of the kiss is in charge. Then the meila it starts to light them up on fire, it starts to bring out the, the desires inside of them. Actually, when a person just starts from his heart, then he starts to fall. I saw one time from the Tosha Rebbe that a kelev. What is a kelev? What is a what is a dog? A dog, he, he, he barks. He says a kelev is kol leiv. A dog is kuloi leiv. Kol leiv, kelev, kol leiv. So Mamela, just did not plan this, but we'll go for it. So, okay, we'll go for it. When, when, when the Klai saw, they, they were in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was called a golzadas. So that means in a very simplistic way is that the Nefesh al-Kis wasn't able to be in his gala. There was no ability for the Nefesh Kiss to be in Nizgala. But afterwards, Kodesh Baruch Hu, the way that you see this time works is, we'll speak about it another time, there's a lot more, I'm sure. <coughs> the way it works, the Kodesh Baruch Hu sent down big, big ore. Lots and lots of ore. Big ore, big stuff. And that gave Moichim, it's called Galus HaMoichim. It opened up the mind. So by Yesias Mitzrayim, Yisitz Mitzrayim, what happened? There was a big rush, there was a big opening of Psychos HaMoichim. There was a big Psychos HaMoichim, there was a Galus HaMoichim. That's how Klaus were there, they went out of Mitzrayim. But when they went out of Mitzrayim, it says, what about the dogs? That no dog barked. What's the shot that no dog barked when they went out of Mitzrayim? 
Because since a dog is cooler laid, because he starts from the heart, because this is the difference between the Nevesh of the Kiss and the Nevesh of the Bahamas. The Nevesh of the Kiss starts from the mind. It starts from the Mayach. Masha Enkein, the Nevesh of the Bahamas, where does it start from? It starts from the desires of the heart. So Mamela, that's a Kela. A Kela is cold laid. There's no Mayach. There's no Mayach. It's pure Nevesh of the Bahamas. Pure Nevesh of the Bahamas. So Amela, when they went out of Mitzrayim, meaning when they got a psichas when they had when they when their nefesh of the kiss really came out very very in a, in a great way, Amela, not no dog barked because the dog is cooler lave. Is that clear? Clear? Vechein simchas leva b'tferes Hashem ve'ahadar goyna. So too it is when a heart that it's misboining. It's simchas alev when a person thinks about the tefers Hashem, the greatness of Hashem. When a person with his mind, he's mistaken by yakr de malka. When he looks at the yakr of the melech and the tefers gedulosa of the melech, ad ein cheker ve ein soif etachlis. Never ending greatness, never ending amazingness by the rabbanu shalom. From over malkam acher, the chain shar midos kedushas kedushas shabalev heim mechabad shemachan. So to it is with every single. Uh, Mida, which is the Kedusha, its place where it stems from, where it starts from, is always in the mind. Like we said about the dog and Mitzrayim. The difference between the, the Chassidim of all, they would say, how do you know that a Ratan is a real Ratan or not? And that a person has a real desire that a person has? Real desire that a person has starts, depending where it starts from. If it starts in the heart, it means that it's not a, it's not a desire which is correct. It means it starts from the Nefesh Bahamas. But when a desire starts because of your mind, your mind thinks about it, that's when you know that it's a real desire. And you see that the mind really plays with, with, a, with the person and his emotions. Let's say somebody's walking in the street. Let's say a person's walking in the street and somebody walks over to you and boom, smacks you on the hand. Like, what are you doing? Why are you smacking in the hand? You'll get upset. You get upset? You probably get upset. You probably want to punch him, right? Because you'd be bothered by that. Why did you smack me on the hand? But then you look down at your hand. And what do you see in your hand? You see a dangerous scorpion on your hand. Are you mad anymore? No. Why not? Because once you saw that there was something else there, and your mind understood that, so the emotion that you had, the cost that you had towards that person, was taken away. Because of the thing that you saw in your hand, you understood there's a situation over here that made me no longer be upset. So my emotion was removed when the guy smacked me on the hand. And I saw what was there. Is that clear? What would be an example where it comes from the where, where would we come from? Come to what? What an example where you have blessing that comes from the So when a person, which is one of the big, big avoiders of, of, of this Sefer and Chabad in general, is that when a person starts to contemplate, he starts to think about Hashem and everything that Hashem does for him, and he thinks about the greatness of Hashem, the godless of Hashem, how Kodesh Baruch it fills the whole entire world and there's nothing else other than the Rabbanu Shalom in the whole entire world. So what happens is that slowly he starts, his heart starts to open up and he starts to have a desire, a pull, a longing towards his head. It's like, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekinu, Hashem Echad. He thinks about Hashem Echad, Hashem is unbelievable. Baruch Shem, what happens after that? And afterwards he goes and he starts to have an ava towards him. He has a pull, a longing towards his head. Or he might start to have a year towards his head. After you think about something, then it comes into the heart. It's lifting us into the life. So when you, because it's bindedness, which is, I'm going to speak about this in, in a minute. The bindedness is connected to the heart. 
Avdeya was Lashon Avodah Shivalev. Avodah Shivalev is called Avodah. Avodah Shivalev. Shivale. Da! Da! It's a Lakea Vicha. No! Avdeya. Then certain. So first, you need to start in the Moyach. And then after it starts into the Moyach, it goes into the heart. And then you, your heart is Mitzvah Like when a person, you know, if they. Mr. Shem, everybody will have children and will think about children or they'll think about someone they haven't seen for a long time. And when they think about it for a while, what starts to happen? Their heart starts to open up. And they think about something that you love. And automatically, you're just thinking about it. It starts to make a flare in the heart. Your, your heart starts to open up. So the Nebuchadnezzar, that's what the Chassidim of old used to say. See, really, it gets very complicated because this, this avoida of his baininess, and I'm sure some might, might have a hard time with, with this, but I'm not coming from my, my own place. The, the Rebbe Rishab already talks about it. And you can look in the Chassidim of Beres, they talk about it. That really this avoida of, of his baininess in the Olam of Chabad is really not an avoida we have so much nowadays. It's not really a qualistic thing like it used to be. Because we're not just talking about a person thinking. It's not what's going on over here. It's a very, very, very deep, deep thought with tremendous, tremendous concentration on, let's say, the Achlis Hashem. And for doing that for a long period of time, like the Rashab used to start, and the Berserker said, at 4 o'clock in the morning on Shabbos morning, davening, and he would finish before Shkia. They were deep, deep, deep in his brain the whole entire day. The tefillah lasted the hours upon hours upon hours deep in meditational thoughts, a very, very deep, deep thought. So they're Yechidim nowadays. Okay, fine, they're Yechidim, they're, they're Ashu. But for the Hamun Am, the Roshav already started writing in Kunch's tefillah, Perikidala, and you can look it over there, he starts talking about how really today, nowadays, it's not really so much for everybody. He starts with the younger generation, and then the others far, and they expand even more that, you know, nowadays, we don't have the Kachorikus anymore. We don't have the concentration anymore like they used to have. But that doesn't mean that a person shouldn't try. I mean, you may not be able to do for hours and hours and hours, but there's still a big toilet for a year to take time, to, you know, at least before diving, even if it's for two minutes, no matter how much time you could do, the best you can do, right? The best you could do before, before a shakras, let's say, and to think about and contemplate a little bit, to open up the heart and think about, you know, the gods of Hashem, how Hashem fills the whole world and the achas Hashem, and many different ways of, of doing that. There's still a big devoted to that. But let's say your heart doesn't, is not misired from that. Let's say your heart doesn't get misired from that. But there's still a big toalus when a person just thinks about those things anyway. And I want to come now from a, a different perspective, maybe. Is that clear so far? Any questions? Good? So it goes like this. Everybody's going to it's either it could be a mind opener for people, or it could be a complete, like, I have no idea what he just said. But we'll, 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 we'll try our best, and, you know, you ask questions, and we'll, we'll try to be malabing the circuit together. So, there's two different types of people. Somebody called an Ishpinimi, and then somebody who's called an Ishkitsoini. I'm not really sure how to define that in English, but we're <laughs> oh, that's the right word. Yeah, you call him a deeper person, a superficial person. When the Pazak wants to talk about who's an Ishpinimi and who's an Ishkitsoini, so that's how the Pazak really coins Yaakov and Esau. Spoke about them last week, we'll bring them again this week. The Pazak says about Yaakov Avinu that he was an Ishtam Yoshiba Halim. He was an Ishtam that sat inside of his tent. 
what was he called? He was an Ish Sada. He went out to the field. Yaakov went inside. He went to the Makkah of Panimi. Esav went outside. He went out to the field. So that's between Yaakov and Esav. Ish Panimi and Ish Chitzayni. Now, just like it is in a person, that when a person has, let's say, he has Evarim, his limbs. And his limbs, he has limbs which he could see. He has his fingers, he has his arms, his hands, his legs. He has things that you could look at and you could see about them, their face. All those things are part of the, are a varm of a person, which are the chitonius part of the person, the outer part of the person. But then he has parts of himself, which are the inner part of him. He has his lungs, he has his spleen, he has his heart, he has the brain. Those are more inner parts of the person. So those are like the varm pinimim of the person. So just like it is in terms of the person's body, there's a parts of him which are openly seen, are revealed, and the parts of him which are concealed. So too it is the way that he acts with others as well. There are two parts. And we really we spoke about these at length. Uh, we know that there's the kochos, there's the, the levusha nefesh, there's the machshava of a person, the dibor of a person, and the mice of a person. The dibor and the mice of a person, these two kochos of a person, what are they used for? They're used to connect himself outside of himself. I'm talking to you guys, you guys are outside of me. I'm connecting to you. I'm going b'chutz for myself. When I'm doing an action with something on the table, if I'm holding a safer, I'm doing an action, which is what? Me going outside myself. I'm using a koyak of myself, which is going to the world of b'chutz. Bashe'enkein, the moyach of a person, the machshav of a person, where is that? That's inside of the person. That's between him, 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 him and himself. Because the machshav of a person is the akayich apanimi of the person. Mashi'enkein, the dibor and the mice of a person, those are more kalachos, which are part of the chitsonias of a person. So a first step for a person to want to be niknas into the oil of apanimi, which we really know is where his, his nefetalat kiss resides, is first by being niknas into his oil of machshava. That a person has to start becoming a person who's a thinking person. A thinking person starts to be niknas into his oil apanimi. So that, I would say, is the first step for a person to be able to be nichnas into an olam apinimiyah for himself. That's why, really, everybody knows, and Roshab really writes this, I wrote the Lashon here, for a person to go into any type of seichel, if you want to get into a real something, if you really want to use your mind properly, then others are him. So you have, you have your deeper and your mice that they go from you, but your machshava is a panimi is that when you're with other people, the zulas is mevabalah. The other person can be mevabalahim. He, he, he'll confuse it. He won't be able to use his mind properly. It'll be mevabalahim. I don't know how to say it in English. There's a certain kayak of being alone. That's why we have Yaakov. Yaakov, where does he go? Yaakov goes to a place where he's able to learn how to be levado. He's able to learn how to be by himself. But when the Sitra Akhra come, when the Ish Chitzoni sees a person who is an Ish Pinimi, he wants to be by himself, so immediately, right afterwards, when Yaakov tries to be the Vado, who comes? Esav comes. Because the Esav is a Kayach of the Ish Sadeh. He's a person who is a Chitzoni to a person. And the Yitzhar comes and says, You, Yaakov, you can't be the Vado. Because it's a big thing to hard for a person to want to be the Vado. And you see that nowadays, half of the fellow nowadays, you see that nobody can ever be alone. 
right? Nobody can ever be by themselves nowadays. Everybody's either doing something. Just sit in a room by yourself nowadays for more than five minutes is, is, a, is a big chiddush. It's a big chiddush. What's his name? Yeah, they probably think they're completely insane when they about themselves in their mind. I'm sure that they do. But, but the truth is that you'll never be able to be nitnas into an oil of a panimi, kolzman, that you don't learn how to also be alone. The ability to be alone allows a person to be nitnas into a deeper world, uh, to bring out deeper kolkas of himself. That's, I would say, you know, the tools to be nitnas into the panimi, but now we'll try with Siyata Deshmaya to be explained maybe a little bit what is a, an ish panimi look like? How does he look at things and, and, and the different perspective? Is that clear so far? Yeah? So it goes like this. A person, let's say, he wants to go it's a muscle. Not everybody might appreciate this muscle, but we'll, we'll use it anyway. A person, let's say, he wants to go to a tish. He wants to go to a tish. So when he goes to the tish, Somebody says to him, he said, what did you see about the tish? What did I see about the Rebbe's tish? Thousands of thousands of people, there was crazy. It was packed, it was jam-packed, it was full to the brim. There was no standing room anymore. I was like hanging on the bleachers to the left, you know, with the kids. So everybody could say about that person who went to the tish that, you know, if he really is a thinking person, he clearly missed the boat of that tish. Right? He's a complete Ishkitsoni, which says that he completely missed the boat of that tish. Now you could ask a different person. You could ask the next person. What did you see about the tish? Okay, that person saw the crowd. What did you see? What did I see about the tish? The singing. Psh, the singing was beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous singing. The, 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 the class stuff was out of this world. Okay, that person's a little bit better than the first person, right? You're not just looking at the crowd. You're looking a little bit deeper. But you can't say that that's really the, the, the person. I think the first person, the guy who says, what's a tish? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Then you have a person, that's probably true, you're right. Then a person, he goes to a tish. This muscle I heard from my Rebbe, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, you have to understand this is a very, very deep muscle, and it could be hard to hear, but... Then you go ask the next question, what did you see by the tish? said, was there was a lot of people? I don't know, yeah, there was a lot of people. Beautiful singing, but a different tire by the tish. Psh, the was, the tire was an unbelievable tire. Obviously, the different Torah by the Tish is an unbelievable thing, and the Torah was beautiful, and you can't say that he's an Ischi Tani. But if you ask the next guy, and you say, what did you see by the Tish? So what did I see by the Tish? <coughs> I saw, I saw, yeah, there was a big crowd. You know, the singing was, was beautiful. The different Torah, of course, the Torah was unbelievable. But what I saw by the Tish was that the Shekhinah was there at this Tish. The Shekhinah was there. That's what I saw. I saw that there's a person in this world, like the Ran says, that at the city of the base of Miklis in this world, where the Shekhinah resides, I saw over here that there's a person that the Shekhinah resides by. I saw the Shekhinah. That's what I saw over here. That's what a real Ishpinimi sees by, by a tzaddik. He sees that the Shekhinah is over here at this tish. What does this really mean? What does this really mean? When a person, let's say he reads a book. I haven't read too many books, but... I know a little bit. We read a book. And what happens when you read a book? You start reading the story, you start going through the story, and it's an interesting story. So what happens when you start reading that book and you get into the story of that book? You start to feel like you're a part of the story. You start to feel like you're being nifas inside of that story. 
Right? You, you, you also feel like you're dodging the dragons and the, this guy and the ogres and the whatever it's called. Right? You feel like you're a part of the reality. You've nicked us into the reality of this book. So, and each Pinimi, what does he do? He also enters into a story. What story does he enter into? He enters into a Kajabarofu story. That's where he enters into. The way that he also looks at the story, the way he also is nicking us into this picture, is the understanding really what's the real underlying reality over here. What essentially is going on over here? What is essentially going on over here is you have a whole picture of Divrei Torah and singing and people being there, but really, the, and, but the, the real picture over here, the real story, is that the Shekinah is at this tish, and all of that makes up the Shekinah being at the tish and being a part of that tish. But the real story, the real underlying thing that's going on over here, the real underlying reality that's taking place over here is a Kaddish Baruch story that the Shekhin is at this tish. That's what's going on over here. A real Ishpinimi, his whole perspective changes that he no longer has his own story. He's a part of a Kaddish Baruch story and all he sees is a Kaddish Baruch story now. It's like the person who's reading the book and he goes inside the book and he's part of the dragons and the ogres and this and that. He's dodging and he has the story in his hand he's the bow. But, and he entered into the story. So what story does the Ishpinimi enter into? He enters into a Kaddish Baruch story. That's what Ishpinimi enters into. Any questions on that? Is that clear? Clara? I mean, like, just like a person gets lost, what, in the book? Like, you, you get, like, in a sense, like, lost in Hashem's world? Like, you're lo- you're, I mean, Ishpinimi is, is lost in Hashem's world. That's why he has, like, Ishpinimi can have a very, very hard time relating to an Ishkintani. You can't understand, how are you talking this way? How, how, do you, how do you look at something this way? How do you look at something this way? He's, li- he's looking at things in a completely different perspective. In a completely different perspective. That's why, you know, what is, what is Hashem's real desire in this world? Is if, if you think it's bizarre. You know, our, all of us over here, we're all like dying being in this world. We're all like Hashem, like, taking the old mom and get me out of this place. Get me out of, get me out of here. Right? I want to become Kulu Ish Neshama. I don't want to be over here. I want to be Kulu Ish Neshama. But what does the Gosh Baruch say? No. Like the Medjur says, Iker Shekinah B'Takhtayinah. The main makam of the Shekinah is in the Takhtayinah. Where is the Kodesh Baruch Hu's story? Has, what is the Kodesh Baruch Hu's story? I want a base of Midas to be built. I want to be able to find that the Shekinah should even be in this world. And each Pinimi starts to enter into that story of how important it is that the Shekinah should be in this world. Because he started to be Nicholas into the Kodesh Baruch Hu's story. And that's his story now. It's a Kodesh Baruch Hu's story. So what's important then? Not, I want to be cool out of this world. I want to start knowing and seeing and appreciating this world and seeing the Shekhin inside of this world as well. Because that's a Kaddish Baruch Hu story. That was really the difference between Noyach and, and Avram. Between Noyach and Avram. See, Noyach, Chazal tells us, Zayar tells us, that Noyach is Shabbos. Noyach is Shabbos, whatever, there's different ways to explain that. Shabbos also is a very, very, is, is, is Pinimi. Shabbos is very puny. But Avram Avinu was like the Moyad in this Fasana says. Of course, also the Moyad also called the called Shabbos. But what he means to say is that the difference between Avram and Noach was that Shabbos is called something called Aliyah Salamas. Shabbos is that the whole world has an Aliyah, it goes to a higher place, the Mashal. You know, it doesn't mean that he really, really goes to the whole world lifts up off the ground. It means that, you know, let's say you have kids. So a kid, he goes, he's in grade A, grade one, and he wants to go to grade two. So when he's in grade one, right? So grade one, let's say he's on the second floor. But grade two is in the basement. So would you say that he had a Yerida? No. 
you would say that he still had an aliyah. Why didn't he have it? Why did he have an aliyah? Because qualitatively, he went to a completely different grade. He's on a different level. I don't care that he went downstairs. The pshat is that the echos of that place was a completely different echos than it was before. He went from grade one to grade two. I don't care if it's on floor one or floor two. That's Shabbos. Shabbos is that the world goes up and has a higher echos. But on Shabbos, you're nichnas into a world like the Zohar says, which is called, which is called Yom HaDinishmas of the Lav Yom HaDinishmas. It's not called a day of guf. What that means is the way to explain it, but it's called a day of, of, of neshama. The Peshat Noach was that he wanted to be in a world which is Kula Neshama, that he wanted to leave this Makkah. He wanted to be Kula Neshama and not come and find down over here in this world how there should be also Kedusha in this world. Avram Vinu, he went around to every single year and he tried to find every single year. And when he went down to the Makkah Machayshech to be able to be, uh, as a also and he went down into this world to be able to find the Kedusha of every single Makkah in this world. Because that's what each Primi does. And each Primi doesn't just stay in a world which is called Neshama. He leaves. He even finds that even in the Makkah of the Guf itself, he's able to find that there's a Kedusha over there. That's how really each Primi looks at it. He looks at the story of a Kedush Baruch Hu. He doesn't look at his story. So, Mr. Shem, that's what it means when a person, even though, let's say, we don't have the Avod anymore of his Bainus that we used to have. And of course, everybody has to be Mishtadl to be Mizbainin. But his Bainus before Chakras makes you more into an Ish Pinimi. It allows you to use your Makshav, like we said before, the Makshav brings you into an Olam Pinimi. It starts to bring you into a Kaddish Baruch Hu's world, into a Kaddish Baruch Hu's story. A Kaddish Baruch Hu's story is, is, is Malikul Aras Kevadar, it's the Galus of Hashem, it's the Achtas of Hashem. This is the Kaddish Baruch Hu's story when you start being Nichnas into Shema Yisrael, Shema Kedah, Shema Echad, Baruch Shein Kom Ha'chus And then afterwards, that's Me'ur, and you're an Ava to want to connect to Hashem even more. So we should be zoicha, that we should be able to slowly become more and more of an ish penimi, to try to find time to have yishim adas before shachar, to, you know, even if it's for two, three minutes, or when you're walking to shul, the call of pachos, and you're walking, and you think about for two minutes, you know, you should think of learning also, but you think about also for two, three, whatever time minutes, and it feels right for you, you know, the gedulus Hashem, the greatness of Hashem, and how kashparku is malikar, is kivodo, and with that you go into a davening with the perspective of being part now of the story of a kashparku, which was to be into that story. Oh, man.